cool. Yo, yo, yo. What are you saying, guys? Uh, Made in Chafford. I think it's episode 36. Oh, you love to see it. How, how are you doing, fellas? What's going on? Good, good. Um, just keeping busy again, really. Not much else has changed since the last time we met. Hey, that's still. <laughs> hey, that's still. But yeah, we got, uh, we got a special guest this week. Uh, I've wanted this guest on for a while, but like the fact that this has happened to me is a, it's a big feat because, in my opinion, this guy has done so much for podcasting in the UK mm. and even kind of influenced the way I podcast and the inception of our podcast. So. And he's done, doing a lot of stuff outside of podcasting as well with his own alcohol company. Uh, Sebi's in the building. What are you saying, bro? You saying, bro, man? Thank I'm you. Like, again. Uh, I appreciate. I appreciate you guys for having me on. Like, I really, really appreciate it, man. You know, I always love to see like new podcasts and stuff like that. And as you said, you know, we we're supposed to do something, but then Corona hit. But then, yeah. for me, like, I, I actually like this Zoom thing. So, like, when people oh. ask me to appear on podcasts on Zoom, it's, it's great for me because I can mm. multitask. Do you know what I mean? I haven't got. A, take like a few hours out of the day to go somewhere and then record and da 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 I could just do it at home so it's perfect and yeah man I thank you I, re- I really appreciate uh, yeah. you guys for having yeah. me no worries bro that's, that's mad though because obviously when you think about it what you do no, obviously I'll let, I'll let you talk about it more in detail but what you do entails you to kind of be on the job all the time innit so yeah, yeah. You obviously you lose the, the human interaction of like like podcasting that we kind of like you know the quick banter and mm. you know, back and forth but yeah. at the same time it's a positive for you because you can obviously do other shit so yeah never really think about that type of stuff mm. yeah no for sure because for example like so like the other day i went for a run well this probably might have been two weeks ago and i left my other phone at home because i only carry one phone the one that i listen to music on and mm. then I left the other phone at home and the delivery driver called me and I missed it. And then that like kind of impacted something because he was supposed to pick up something to deliver to the warehouse, which made it a day late, which made that, do you know what I mean? I couldn't do something. So mm-hmm. like, that's why now I, I, I well, even then, like more so I, I, I'm always conscious of time. I'm always trying to go for runs like earlier but the reason why i may not go for a run earlier because i might be doing orders or i might be doing something else and then i'll try to fit the run after and then it'll be a knock-on effect so like for me i'm always conscious of time do you know what i mean when i look mm-hmm. at like yeah I, i'm always structured that's why I, I like i absolutely hate people being late because i'm just like fam i'm never gonna get this time back like yeah, yeah like, i'm never ever gonna get this time back uh, that, you, <laughs> that i've been waiting here like so that's why i'm always rattled but um, yeah, yeah no, nah, uh, yeah, I always have to be conscious about time and, you know, taking that time and because I've always got to be on my phone and respond to emails and stuff like that. So, yeah. I hear that, bro. So keep busy and then all about is in balance and all of that as well. Because you thrive in that environment. Yo, Demi. Sorry, bro. Can you say that again? Uh, it was a bit cutting out a little bit. Demi. Demi. Yo, Demi, if you can hear me, try switch it to uh, 4G or, or Wi-Fi, bro. If you're using something opposite. I think I think he was talking about like in this current moment, people are trying to thrive. Um, it's it's very hard for an individual to thrive. Is that what you were saying, Demi? Yeah, just uh, how do you keep on top of it all? Because it can get um, 
it can get on top of you. So how do you do? You, do you embrace it? Is that do you describe in those scenarios? Um, yeah, like for me, it's one of those things, yeah, um, where you know a famous quote that I've always heard is is like entrepreneurship is just about it's about it's about being a firefighter. So you're constantly putting out fires, isn't it? Do you know what I mean, mm. so it's one of those things where the reason why I go for runs is not so for fitness. It's more so that's the only time in the day where I'm completely mindless. Do you know what I mean? And I mean that in terms of I don't think about anything, or if I do think about something, it's never in like a negative way. It's more so okay, what's the solution to this? How am I going to do this? And I think about all of these things while I'm running. And for me, that really, really helps. Do you mm. know what I mean? So that enables me to mm. kind of take things in my stride and, and do whatever. Like, I, I can't lie that quite earlier on into the journey, when I realised, okay, cool, like I've got an actual business here, yeah? And mm. the what started to happen, yeah, is you get more people asking things from you. So, i.e., oh, when do you do this? When do you do... You're the first point of call, basically, for right. everything, isn't it? More so, because I'm the, I'm, the part, I'm the one in the business that's more out there. So I'm the first point of call for everything. And in that one time, it was like, rah, like, this is actually getting too much. Like, like, I felt like, oh, like, not even, like, too much, but I just felt like, rah, like, everybody is just, like, asking me for shit. I'm thinking, like, rah, like, I need to... I need to find a way to kind of um, take a lot of emotion out of this whole situation. Mm. So when I mean asking me for things, I'll be like, oh, like some be like, all right, cool. It's like sponsorship and things like that. And I'm just like, it, it's like a whole process regarding things like that. It's not mm-hmm. as easy as, oh, yeah, just sponsor it and whatever. Because like, we're, like alcohol is so tightly regulated. It, it's just not as easy as sponsorship and flinging out a few bottles and whatever, whatever, especially as a startup brand, isn't it? So, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. like I'd say initially, I've just, I just had to learn that, cool, you're going to be the point of call. And um, now it's just like, all right, or whatever like now everything's within my stride in it so i take everything on and i don't really feel i'm not offended or i'm not like i don't feel like it's too much or whatever but initially when i first started it was just like yeah like fucking hell like everybody's just asking for bare shit bare random shit and i'm just like fam like let me let me get set up first because it's a startup for a reason we are not a full-fledged like we're not Ciroc in it we're not Hennessy or whatever like one of those companies that are you know up and running and they've got their you know marketing budget and whatever whatever we are a startup and I just feel like people weren't respecting that initially and I'm somebody that I always empathize so I understand why you're asking me because mm-hmm. I may have done the same so do you know what I mean I understand but when it's like a hundred people it does great on you a bit. Yeah, that sounds that sounds excessive. Mm. But do you do you think touching on that stuff like as far as um being an entrepreneur, yeah? Um, I remember that. Do you remember that Dame Dash uh, uh, interview time ago on the Breakfast Club? <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah, he was yeah, talking yeah. about being your own boss. Yeah, yeah. Like sometimes it makes you think because you know people who are entrepreneurial like yourself, like. Do you think, because his, his message, in my opinion, yeah, I feel like the way he said it, it was the delivery that was wrong. Facts. Like, I understand what he was trying to say, but the way he said it was a bit mad. But it, to that, do you feel like it's a personality trait? Like, do you feel like it's not necessarily something anybody can just run up and do? 
Um, I feel like everybody has a little bit of entrepreneurial spirit in them. I feel like it's just the way how you want to attack attack whatever market you're trying to, you know, trying to trying to be in or dominate or whatever. And it just depends what position you want to be in that market. So, for example, you know, the the lady that makes uh, jollof rice for the hall party is an entrepreneur. Do you mm, know what I'm trying to yeah. say? Yeah, so but her stress is maybe different from mine. So yeah. I don't definitely think I don't think it's um, a mindset. I think it's an industry thing. So it just depends on what industry you want to get into. So I feel like there's a definitely um, an entrepreneur in everybody. However, I don't think being an entrepreneur is for everybody. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? So I, I, like if I could sit down in a nine to five and enjoy it, and you know just be cool or whatever or be in an industry that i really liked and it was just me then i'll do that being an entrepreneur is hard it's not it's not roses and that it's not it's not hard like you have more bad days than good days and the days that are good you don't get too happy because you know there's a bad day coming so mm. i definitely I, and the thing is like it's one of those ones where like i would always laugh and people saying oh yeah like when i when i see tweets of people saying oh yeah, like I'm on my own boss and all of this. I'm so, fam, uh, thank God what industry you're in is, is that nice that you can let off tweets like that. Fam, 99% of entrepreneurs are stressing every day, waking up at 4 a.m. Very early on, very, very early on in this journey, I used to wake up at like 3 a.m. and just write down ideas and couldn't get back to sleep. Mm-hmm. And that was a regular thing of waking up at 3, waking up at 4, thinking about problems, trying to attack that problem at 4 a.m. in the morning when you know you can't solve anything at 4 a.m. But you're still trying to attack it at 4 a.m. because mm-hmm. you're just like, this is what you need to do. Like, like, and that that's definitely not like, you know, it's not conducive to your 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 current business or whatever you're trying to do and also your personal life you know what i mean like i've got my girlfriend laying next to me and i'm waking up at four on a notepad i'm trying to say like it's a bit weird and you're waking her up and do you know what i mean so it's just one of those things man i i I definitely feel like if you if, if you have the chance to try it then try it but if it doesn't work don't be disheartened you know what i mean getting the job isn't it getting a job isn't isn't the worst thing in the world especially if you're in an industry that you enjoy i just feel like for me i just wouldn't have enjoyed it so that's why i decided to go on my journey and plus i found something that i really really loved do you know what i mean mm. i heard that bro mm. sure it's a beautiful yeah. thing though for real, I so, guess, so why even. why um well, for the people who don't know, he owns a alcohol company. Mm. Why alcohol? Like, what was what was the what was the thought process to choose alcohol? So for me, like, it's like, all right. So f- how the story kind of goes is, um, me and my girlfriend we collect alcohol. So one of the f- things is we thought, okay, we're going to collect alcohol from around the world, and when we move out, we will have a bar of alcohol from all around the world so we're just gonna have a sip bar and she brought back a rum from panama and it was a rum called abuelo and i love this rum and it was like the first time i had a rum outside of you know the other names like captain morgan and whatever that mm. you know there's, there was actually depth to this category so you know what i did is i was going so coincidentally we had a we had a um a trip to barbados booked uh, the following in June and she also bought me a rum tasting and that's where I kind of learned more about the history of rum how how it's kind of like tied to kind of like black people how they used to you know trade slaves and used to trade rum they used to trade sugar and just how that kind of was built I was like raw like 
there, like when I go to you know rum festivals or rum events or whatever, I don't really see no representation here. The only people mm. I see is the workers. So you might have the person on the bar who's serving a drink, but he don't own the company, and he like he'll be black, but he doesn't own the company. So yeah. for me, that was just an issue. Like that was definitely an issue. I thought like we need more representation. And another thing, I thought, Rod, we need to we need a more premium rum where you know, the category isn't looked down on because when you look at other brands, they kind of rubbish the category. and People don't really look at rum as a premium drink, more so, like, unless you get into the more aged things. Um, but what we wanted to do is, from the outset, uh, we got a spice rum and we wanted to make it premium, make it look as nice as possible, you know, for, mm. you know, for people like us, for the young people. If, like, you can give to gifts and stuff like that. So you can give as gifts and stuff like that. So... Um, yeah, man. So that's why we kind of got into it, and um, yeah, it's just it's just been a good journey. No, you've done such a great job, and it is that thing. It does look professional. It's sleek. Like it's a lot of these things is the packaging and how it looks mm. before you even even drink it. You know, it's, it's the prestige that you see that comes with other brands. But what you guys have done is great, and it's interesting you touched on that and elaborated on how important it was to you that the packaging and everything looked elite. Mm-hmm. yeah no 100% because for me my thing was like alright if you're going to do it then do it properly like sure. don't just yeah, yeah don't just don't, don't just like do it half-heartedly like because mm. I can easily have got like a normal bottle that every 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 other rum company has and I probably mm. would have still got similar support but for me I'm just like regardless of the support I'm going to bring out something that really looks nice that was done professionally and then that people won't even believe that raw like somebody from ends that somebody from ends done this do you know what i'm trying yeah. to say i think and that's then, the most important yeah that's the yeah most important aspect of it in my opinion because like where i grew up in the same area you're from mm. and obviously like hearing all of the stories about you know pe- what happens to people there's been some successful people from newham but mm. you know you when we grew up no one said to you oh yeah sebi you could be you know, you can have your own alcohol company. Do you know mm. what I'm saying? So that's probably one of the few things that made me, you know, gravitate to the to the uh, process of your your rum. Yeah. Most, and also, like, and also, it's um, it's not a. If if there was such a thing as stereotypes, it's not a industry that black people would go into. Like mm. majority mm. of black people, so it's very interesting that you are going into this, mm. and it's definitely you are being a pioneer in this industry mm. as well. Yeah, no, 100%, man. My my thing is, it's like, regardless of what happens with me and my brand or whatever, like, eventually I'll, I'll kickstart something. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And that's what, one thing that's been important to me is always trying to kickstart something and always try to get, you know, the representation, um, you know, in whatever industry because it's, it's needed, you know. You think about rum, you think, fam, they were, they were trading slaves for this. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, come on, man, like... That it's, it, it, it was birthed in Barbados. The sugar cane was from Africa. Do you know what I mean? The first people that actually found it were African slaves. They, weren't, they didn't even know where they were at that time. You think about all of the history and then you think about all of these, you know, rum brands and, and, and how they even stumbled on rum. It's like, oh, you'll meet like a startup rum brand and it'd be like, oh, me and, my, me and my wife were in fucking this. And then you thought, oh, let's just start a brand or whatever. There's no connection. There's no history. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. With them. But it's fine. Do you know what I mean? I feel like there's space for everybody. However, I feel like, you know, I've got a genuine connection with the brand. I love the brand. And I feel like, you know, it's about time that there's more representation in the spirits uh, industry because a lot of spirits are targeted 
uh, towards black people, but not owned by black people. Like, they will target where you go. They will target who you listen to. And, and they will target all of these things for marketing on social media, post bear, diverse pics and stuff like that. But when you look at the people upstairs making the decisions, they're not diverse. Do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? They're not black people. That like, is one black person, maybe just for the sake of it, but really and truly don't really own nothing in a company and stuff like that. So for yeah. me, yeah, my yeah. thing was just like, right, like, okay, cool. Like let's 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 actually you know let's let's make our um let's make our presence felt in this industry. Let's do something right. that you know it's gonna be remembered for a long time. It's it's that easy bar, isn't it? It's the one of a family feud where it's like uh, about Bel- Belvedere. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, 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 I love that bar, man, because for me, like, I, I listen, I still listen, I was listening to that album yesterday, funny enough, but for mm. me, it's just more so, it's deeper than that. Like, it's, all right, cool, Diddy doesn't own Ciroc, but the percentage of what he gets from Ciroc is enough to support. Like, yeah. uh, according to reports, he gets 50% of all profits. That's a sweet deal. Yeah, that's, an ama- that's, an, that's an amazing deal. So for me, I'm happy to support that. I'm happy to support a guy in his, in his in, in, you know, in his ventures. And for me, I'm just like, rah, like, when you, when you look at it and you look at, like, like how, you know, the alcohol industry is kind of set up and stuff like that, you have to support, you have to support, um, you know, somebody that looks like you or somebody that's trying to do something for the betterment of, of mm. people that you... And it's not just... For me, it's not just for black people. It's, like, it's not a rum just for black people. But what I want to do is get more black people in rum. Do you know what I mean? That, yeah. Or more black people in the spirits industry. Like, for us, it's just more so, like, making our presence felt, getting people into this industry. And, yeah, just, just like, if you really love it. Like, I, I'll take time when people... Like, people email me and ask certain things as long as it's not too intrusive um i'll always take the time to get on the phone to you know people that are trying to get into beverages or whatever and Mm. i'll sit with them for however long and just say all right cool these are my experiences this is how you navigate this maybe you should do this this is my advice and i'll do that just normal free of charge Mm. i'm trying to say just because i want to help um so yeah those are things that i do we definitely need more of that. I love that energy because there's so many things that we influence and don't even think about that. For example, you look at what happened with Cristal in the 90s. Uh, mm. All the rappers were bigging it up, saying it in their songs, and then they come out and we're like, we don't really want to be associated with hip-hop. And we know what that means. They don't want to be associated mm. with people that look like us. So to hear that that's your motive, that's part part of the reason behind your motivation because we influence so much you know things mm. like Hennessy is associated with people that look like us you know so, what I'm saying? yeah Henny Palooza innit? they had the same thing you were just saying they they didn't get their dealership in the end so they went yeah. to do so so mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying keep it keep it's, it in the it is that exactly it is that so you have to we need brands that are created by people that want to benefit us yeah, no, one hundred percent, man. Like uh, at Hennessy's and uh, like it, when I look at their company, the model because uh, LVMH, so Louis Vuitton, Hennessy, Moe, they're mm. the holding company. When I look at that whole company as a whole, that's something I, I, you know, I aspire to be something like that. You know, if I can get to a fraction of that, then I know I've done well. You mm. know what I mean? Mm. And you know, even like you know what they're doing, I, I definitely think it's it's super super sick, but. For me, I just like fam. Like, where is arting? Like, where is arting? Mm. And like, again, as I said, it's not a like the rum is for people who love rum, 
and you know whatever they fuck with us whatever but it's more so just like cool like who's making the decisions like who like who's 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 the guy like at, at the top does he really care about man or is this just marketing do you know what i mean like yeah that's yeah. That, that's one of the things that's always been important for me as a that fan does this brand actually care about man or is it just marketing do you know what i mean like because i'm happy to withdraw my support if it's just marketing mm. i heard that I hear that. That's a good. No, that's that's a, really good. I really, I really appreciate that, man. Because, like, honestly, it's it's funny because, to be honest, before I actually bought your rum, I never really was a rum man. I'll be honest with you. I used mm. to either drink uh, JD or flipping, you know, Demi. Me and my JDs, we go all the way back. <laughs> hey, but, JD um, and Coke. Exactly. Mm. But I remember. Um, so I think I finished my car exam last year, and I think it was maybe towards what Novemberish, and I remember mm. you were launching. So I was like, mm. All right, cool. Let me grab this bottle, get back to my yard with my girlfriend. And we were like, right, how am I actually supposed to drink this? Because I don't drink rum. So yeah. she was like, I was gassed off my last exam. So like, oh yeah, bang a shot, bang a shot. So I was yeah. like, right, cool. Had a shot of it. I was just like, right, this is strong. Yeah. This is strong, bro. Yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, I tried to just mix up, get different stuff with it. Yeah. But what yeah. I'm seeing from you guys, obviously now, is you're going to try and put out like uh, different like cocktails and yeah. you know, ways to make the rum actually, you know, how it's supposed to be supposed to be tasted what yeah. is the best way to have less or less rum so for me like even like what we say on the website on the bottle it's kind of like we want people to find the best mix for them so mm. for me i was like cool like what i like is going to be different from what you like or what you like mm. or what you like it's just gonna, it's literally everybody has their own mix so we don't really recommend things we more right. so just say all right cool i like this or whatever however um you know, in the next couple of weeks, what we want to do is we're going to partner up with a couple of mixer companies. And what we're going to do is uh, in our refill packs, we're going to give you some mixers and some, some, some menus in there. So, you know, you can kind of experiment with a few things and then find a mix authentic to you because rum for me, rum, I've tasted hundreds of rums and all of them taste different. Mm. Do you know what I mean? There's some rums that are doing super well. And I, I, I hate the taste. I absolutely hate the taste. So yeah. rum is like once one rum isn't for everybody. And if yeah. it's for if it's for everybody, it means there was no craftsmanship. It's just full of pure sugar. So okay. I'm trying to say, yeah. So that's basically what it means. Like you know, because you can have a bland rum full of sugar, and everybody everybody will just buy it. And that's what it's meant to be. It's meant to be volume based. For us, we're just like trying to find like cool like. I like honesty in it. So some of my friends will be like, they've tried to find a mix. It's just not for them. And I'll be like, cool. I'll, I'll see a comment. Listen, this is the best rum I've ever tasted in my life. I don't drink rum, but this is the, this is, this is going to be the drink that I always buy. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, I converted my dad. My dad is an old school Jamaican and I've converted him to your rum. He loves your rum. Do you know what I mean? And at that moment in, you know, for a short period of time, these comments feel great, but it's just like, cool. I know that this rum is for these guys. And if you don't like it, I'm going to maybe try to help you with a couple mixes. But ultimately, you can't make everybody like one product. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like ultimately, yeah. simple as that. And yeah, that's just my thing. It's just trying to make the best mixes or trying to do the best job possible for the people that generally fuck with us. Okay, that's still. Mm-hmm. No, that's great. What has been some of your your obstacles starting the business? 
Um, actually, no, that's a bad question. What's been some of your obstacles actually running the business now today? Today? Um, okay, one of the biggest obstacles I'd say is, so currently we don't have our own warehouse. So mm. we outsource our warehouse, so meaning... Our, where our bottles are stored in a particular place in a warehouse. So I have to go online. I have to tell this person to go get the bottles. And then I have to, when they get the bottles, I have to tell them to label it with everybody's address. And then when they do that, I then have to go to DPD and then tell DPD to pick up your order, to drop, um, to drop your order for whatever day. Do you know what I mean? Mm. For me, yeah. that whole process just needs fixing. So, i.e., we need our own warehouse because if we don't, because for the fact that we don't have our, our own warehouse means that we're running on somebody else's time. So, if somebody doesn't, you know, uh, get the bottles this day and they want to wait three days to do it, the customer just thinks I'm taking a piss. But I'm not, yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean? We will try to, you know, email them, tell them like yeah, this was happening, whatever. But I'm generally not taking a piss. I've generally put your order in for these people to come and, especially during COVID now, because they're running yeah. with a skeleton team. I've generally put your order in for them to take my bottles that I own. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to, I've told them to get them at this particular date. They've come to me three days later. I've now told DPD to pick the, the, those bottles up the next day. The DPD driver doesn't know where to go and doesn't call and then doesn't turn up and then picks them up the other day. So do you know what I mean? There's too many moving parts in that little little section in regards to the supply chain there. So for me, my biggest obstacle has been that. And that's one thing that, God's grace, by the end of this year, we're going to fix. Whether that be we have our own warehouse or and then we keep some bottles there and, yeah, do some deliveries ourselves. But, yeah, Mm -hmm. one of the big things we're going to do is we're going to try to do next day delivery for people and That's just make us patterns, yeah. 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 People so don't really right think now you're dealing it. with a you're dealing with a logistics company. So mm-hmm. and that's the one thing that's probably put you in a in a situation that helps you but should be better. Mm. Yeah, no, hundred percent. How UK companies, uh, distribution companies are coming, man. No, some of them are terrible. Yeah, no, one hundred percent like don't get me wrong, they do an amazing job sometimes and I'm very thankful for helping us out. But I'm super frustrated at the same time with some, <laughs> with, with some of the some of the customer service. But again, during COVID, there's as much there's only so much you can say because you yeah, just see yeah. like you like you have to empathize in it. So it's like oh, whatever. But even like prior to COVID, there's just some fuck ups, and it just is where it is. I think like mm. as as a new business, we've been currently running for just under seven months. Mm. Um, as a new business, there's always going to be teething problems. Like, I, I would say 95% of our customers are happy in regards to delivery times and whatever, whatever. And there's a 5% that probably are just pissed off. They probably will never order order from us again because it's been too slow and whatever. And I totally understand because I was, I'm, I'm still a customer. So when I go on Amazon and somebody, and I, and I do Amazon Prime for what, May the fucking 23rd and it yeah. arrives on June the 5th, I'm going to be pissed as well. Yeah, 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 I'm vexed yeah. as well. So again, I totally understand and I empathize with them. But for us, it's just like, we're not taking a piss. We're doing all the things possible for you to get your order in time. But again, we deal with, you know, other people. So mm. nah, that's that's you know what, to be when you look at it in totality, it's still a good place to be in. It's a good problem to have if that makes sense. Oh yeah, 
everything else is kind of patterned from what I can see. And you're, mm-hmm. doing, you're doing so well as far as with the social media, as far as getting bottles to certain people, being on certain platforms. So mm-hmm. it's just about, you know, ironing, ironing out the little, little issues and mm-hmm. you'll be high flying because what I think is what you're doing is literally incredible, man. Because obviously logistics, logistics happen, man. Me and Demi got screwed over recently for random stuff. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I got my girlfriend a pair of shoes. And bro, mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not seeing it. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I already accepted mm-hmm. during COVID. I'm not going to see it. So, you mm-hmm. know, once that once gets tight, on site, fine. Oh, bro, if I see, if I see another DHL van go past my yard, yeah, I swear down, bro. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll chase it down my. Hermes already know what time it is, man. How you take nearly over two weeks to send earrings? Like what, bro? It, yeah. it happens, man. COVID, mm-hmm. isn't it? It happens. Mm-hmm. Is it, I, I don't even. I don't know if it. I guess you can blame COVID, but it's just unprofessional. Especially mm. more so because I paid for next day delivery in my situation anyway. So mm. Hermes are normally patterned with that. So that's why I was so disappointed. Because yeah. it's, if that's the case, I wouldn't have paid the extra. I could have just let it come in the five or six days that you normally try and get it here for. But it's all right. Mm. Yeah. It's cool that we see the flip side of it because, Sebi, you're dealing with that. So, you know, it's interesting mm. to see how, what it's like from that perspective. But, you know, mm. regardless of that, the, the, the rum, in my opinion, is doing well. It tastes really good. You. And you should be you should be proud of yourself, bro. Because yeah. seeing the journey, like seeing it as like a as like an onlooker, just the beginning mm. of it. When you're talk, going on podcast talking about it, mm. like his babies mm. off the cuff, and just saying, "Oh, God willing, end of this year," and now you know being where you are now, um, mm-hmm. you know you should be proud of yourself. So yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. For me, it's just more so. It's like I think because I'm currently in it, like I I I don't look at it from like her overview type of aspect. Yeah. So like obviously yesterday is probably one of the first times in a long time where I kind of thought, oh shit, like what I'm doing is actually quite cool. Like it is quite surreal to be in it. So for me, I feel like it feels better for other people than it feels for me. Cause like for, uh, one thing I've learned is if I, if I'm too like a, um, if I'm too like emotionally attached to a certain aspect of the business, you can mm. only go like two ways. Mm. You can only go super high, super low. So for me, I always try to keep in the middle, regardless if it's good news, if I'm doing well, if I'm doing bad. Do you know what I mean? I always try to maintain a level head and just, you know, take it, take every day as, as it is. Because again, like, um, fam, like, you know, some days I've had like super, super bad days. And mm. for like an hour, I can't do nothing about fi- uh, I, I can't do nothing but think about a certain problem. Yeah. So, so eventually I had to learn, do you know what I mean? Don't get super, don't get super happy. Don't get super sad. Just, just keep it moving. And then eventually, eventually, you know, maybe in like two, three, four years, you can pr- probably look back and when you're making a real impact, you know, on the world, you can probably look back and say, shit, all right, cool. You're, you're doing mm. something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, so. That's sick, you know, bro. Nah, you've done amazing. And do you know what I always find interesting is how entrepreneurs or people, like, you're doing so well, but you don't necessarily always find the time to pat yourself on the back. Or mm. I don't know if people tell you when you're doing well, because even back in school so Iman used to sell stuff all the time relentlessly mm. and we us man have actually took a, ta- uh, a moment to pause and be like yo Iman's actually doing really well selling these uh, Beats headphones and G-Shock mm. watches so mm. much so that it, he actually became known for that so I think it's important that you know you give yourself a pat on the back when the time's right mm. yeah, yeah man like Iman sure. e, what's going on you, you got a bigger chest up come on bro huh <laughs> listen I'm, I'm, I'm humble 
I'm humble. I'm humble. What kind of books do you read at the moment? Um, especially as you're you're an entrepreneur, so because from, there is um there is a conditioning that an individual has to go to um, to make sure that they're sh- sharp in their mm. craft. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, my conditioning comes from like podcasts, and it comes from business podcasts. So for me, like I listen to a podcast called "How I Built This." That's literally probably what's carried me. That that gives me like the extra ten percent. How I Built This mm. is an amazing podcast because it's like every self help motivational book, mm. but on a podcast and from that actual founder at that current time so you basically listen to the founders of their current journey you know their ups and downs what happened all of these things like you some of the brands that you love today maybe ben and jerry's whatever five guys like Mm. you listen to all of those guys and you listen to you know things that they had to go through and things they've had to deal with and how they navigated such as certain situations that's um, that's probably been the best tool but recently i've been downloading audio books and i listened to uh shoe dog by Phil Knight, which is the, I think the, uh, yeah, so the owner of Nike. Yeah, the guy yeah. who started Nike, yeah. So mm. um, that was an amazing audio book. Like that, mm. that, that's probably one of the best things I've ever read. Um, I just recently downloaded Life in Half a Second um, or Second Life in a Second. Um, it's interesting. I just started that. And a few other books that I've read that I didn't know, you know, would actually help is, funny enough, I read Gucci Mane's book just interested to see business from a different perspective. Mm. Um, you know, because even for me, how I look at certain things is even if 99% of it is rubbish, I, if I can take 1%, then I've learned something, can it? Yeah. Mm. And then I've also listened to Charlemagne's book, Black, Priv- Black Privilege. Uh, no, I've, I've actually read that, in fact. Yeah, so Black Privilege, uh, which is actually quite interesting. And it's actually what I'm actually displaying now, to be honest. It's mm. one of those things where being black, starting a business, you're going to get initial support. Yeah. Like, and I'm getting the initial support because one, because I'm black and it's a black guy that's, you know, started something, but then two people eventually are liking it or fucking with it. They love the way how we've done the branding. They love the way that we've done this, but it's a privilege to be black. Do you know what I mean? Black mm. to ain't literally just going to some white person's rum and then just buying it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, mm. like people, like black people are actually thinking, oh shit, it's black owned. That gets me through the door. So black, being black owned gets me through the door and then having a quality product or whatever we've done on social media is why people continue to fuck with us. So, you know, I could say being black is a privilege currently. Yeah. Just got to build on that platform. Yeah, facts. So that, that lends quite uh, nicely into what I was going to ask my next question to everybody really. So obviously, um, you guys probably heard the news about the Joe Rogan podcast mm. and um, mm. the podcast landscape is, I'm assuming it's going to change from now on. And it's such a big deal. He's got the biggest podcast in the world. Yeah. A hundred million. So, you know, man, then we need to get... A hundred or three hundred? Well, it's speculation that it's three hundred over the course of the, the duration of the contract. Which is yeah. not... Yeah. What What's do you guys think? Um, I think it's a couple of years, but it's just licensing, which is very important to to note because he still retains all the all the you know the IP is still essentially his. Mm. So um, and also they're launching their uh, video uh, platform as well. So exactly. YouTube, but for Spotify, which is which, a, is, which is probably the biggest the biggest um, 
thing out of that, I reckon, is that because you YouTube know, fumbled the bag there, man. That's a that's a big L for from them because that's 100%. where that's where his podcast was thriving the most, and that's where most people tuned in. Mm. Um, I don't, I, yeah, it's crazy to think that someone's managed to get that much money from podcasting. Like that's insane to me. And that's motivation, bro. For real, and what's most interesting is also. I think Joe Budden, they're up for a re-up as well. I saw that. So mm. that, it does make it interesting because these brands, after how many years of working now, I think, you know, that the Joe Rogan podcast is however many years, but you can see the work that he's put in to get mm. to this point. Facts. So it makes sense that this is, he's getting this opportunity now. I just think you two must be kicking themselves. No, I think um, ever since YouTube changed the algorithms, um, for mm. monetization, it hits a lot of people um, because there was a time where people, like, pretty much you could put up one video and you get paid for that video, and then it got to a point where people were just put in ten, like, ten second videos and they'll still get paid. But then now YouTube has changed the whole entire algorithm where you have to consistently put out videos. If not, then in terms of your viewership, in terms of them putting out your videos to other viewers, likely viewers. So when you take it and then you have someone who's just looking at Joe Rogan, Spotify, mm. you have all your videos, you have everything there. It's amazing. And then more importantly, I think a lot of advertisers are going to remove themselves from the Joe Rogan show and then put themselves onto YouTube. And I think that's yeah. where they're going to make more money. So um, it depends on like how um, the payout is. If the payout in Spotify is a lot more than... I think people are just going to say dead YouTube and just go straight onto Spotify. I think it was Apple, it was Apple he was with initially. I assume, I believe he's his yes. podcast was on Apple and uh, Spotify have stolen the market share essentially by by getting. What, what happened to Apple Podcasts? Because I don't understand how they've they fumbled like this as well. Then there is uh, uh, them as well. Apple, I think Apple are kind of like I don't know what they do. I feel like more so they're kind of taking their time, um, but while they're taking their time, people are making moves. So whether mm. they care about um, the, you know, the podcasting space uh, that much is quite interesting to see because, again, they had a lot of podcasts first. Mm. Um, yeah. Yeah, but it just doesn't seem that they've actually, um, you know, tried to be but aggressive they- and uh, get all these podcasts. But one reason why I say, uh, one reason I heard, sorry, that Joe Rogan is leaving... Uh, YouTube in regards to putting up his content there is because of censorship issues, i.e. Yeah. taking down like not like certain people not being allowed to be on YouTube and oh, right. stuff like that. Um, and, oh, I see. Yeah, so things like that in regards to censorship, I just don't think he fucks with that. And I respect Joe, Joe Rogan because he interviews everybody. Yeah, so yeah. He himself has his own views, but he interviews everyone. As in, if you've got something interesting to say or something that a certain section may find interesting, Joe Rogan is straight down the middle and he's not mm. biased. He will definitely challenge you on certain things that he doesn't agree with and he will ask for the actual facts. He will ask for the receipts of whatever you say. So yeah. if you're saying something or whatever, it's like, yeah, so where's the so where's the evidence for that? Like, I love that question because it definitely catches a lot of people out. So, yeah, so the fact that um, he just don't believe in censorship and he's straight down the middle could be one of the reasons why um, he's off the spot of fire. Yeah, That's good stuff yeah. as well. Especially when it comes to the censorship, because um, 
as mad as it may seem, they're not supposed to censor anybody. I mean, of course, if it comes to like um, racial things or um, gender discrimination, then yes, it's a bit of an issue. But because of the laws that have been established, mm. things like Google, things like Facebook, they shouldn't really be censoring anybody. But because it's come to that, I mean, you're going to have to do what you're going to have to do. So if you're going to have to go to Spotify where you might interview David Icke, that conspiracy theorist, or someone like, um, I don't know, that what's the, what's the guy's name? Um, Milo. Oh, yeah, that you. Yeah, yeah that yeah. you. Yeah, so basically, I mean, if, if, you go, if you go and interview them on Spotify, everybody can listen to it, and yeah. there's no censorship, and everybody can hear a perspective, a point of view, Whereas if it's just on YouTube, you have to be very careful on what you do. Mm. Yeah, because they they they're like the YouTube police in it. They get rid of stuff when like, yeah. kind of quit. The only Quickly. issue is yeah, the only issue because obviously I think it's a good thing in general. Don't get me wrong. I think it motivates everybody to try and realize that the podcasting you know media is new media. Do you know what I'm saying? Even mm. in the UK with free shots and everybody like that. But my caveat is just playing devil's advocate is the exclusivity of it. So moving forward are we going to see more podcasts where they're going to be on like different apps? Cause I, I'm not going to lie. I'm a lazy guy in it. I like the fact that the Joe Bottom podcast is on Spotify. I like the fact that touchline Frackers is on Spotify. I like the fact that I can listen to everything in one place. Mm. Is it, is it going to get to a point where Apple is like, yep, we're going to store this podcast. And then SoundCloud yeah, like, but- oh, store this one. Like, like streaming wars again. Get a place like that. Yeah. Like the streaming wars that happened with, with like, with Drake, when he put out like views and Frank Ocean, when he did a, uh, that album, do you know what I'm saying? Like, is that going to happen again, but in a podcast? Probably. It's, 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 a, it's a possibility, but it's one of those ones. It's, it's like, cool, Spotify have um, all of my current favourite podcasts. They're all on Spotify. Yeah, mm. other than other than the How I Built This Business podcast that I told you about, that's mm. on the Apple podcast uh, app. But um, they have all of my podcasts. And f- uh, for me, I just like, fam, if Spotify clearly believe in a podcast space, number one, because they've invested heavily in it and they've also bought out podcast companies. So they believe in this. So mm. for me, I'm just like, fam, fam, the most aggressive person wins, isn't it? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, exactly. Take cool. like, yeah, yeah. they're going to take cool, fam. So if it happens, if, it, if, if, it's, so, if it's the fact that uh, Apple gets this one and that person gets this one or whatever, so be it. But for me, I'm definitely happy with... Um, the direction and the kind of forward thinking of Spotify uh, and what they what they've done, like, but yeah, man, so be it, bro. Like, I think it's it's kind of like it's business every day. Everybody's uh, competing for market share, regardless yeah. of what what type of industry you're in. There's always some type of war where ah, uh, you you may go to you may go to I don't know, let's say fucking um, a sports shop or whatever, and one sports brand might say cool i'm going to give you um 20 cheaper clothes if you don't have this sports brand in your shop people are going to take it do you mm. know what i mean it just is where it is if you're trying to take the market share then you're trying to take the market share you're going to do whatever you need to do to do that mm. i don't think it should come as too much of a surprise because we've seen not even just in streaming but um netflix disney plus there's so many there's so many choices now on what you can watch. So mm. I think it could end up being like that. And with the medium growing more and more, it, it doesn't surprise me that we could be looking at a place where 
this is on Apple Apple Podcasts, this is on Spotify, like that mm. would that becoming a reality doesn't surprise me. Mm-hmm. Especially because it's becoming such a powerful and it's becoming the norm. So everyone's gonna wanna try and have a piece of the pie. Yeah, exactly. It's just it's just it's just risky because you know, when it happened in the music industry, you know, top execs like the Universal Music's uh, CEO was like, nah, dead that. That's not happening no more. Mm. He told artists, yeah. all this exclusivity, dead. But in the podcasting world, there's no real big entities like that. It's essentially mm. the streaming, you know, company. So it'll be interesting to see how it, how it develops. But like you said, yeah, Sebi, you sure. know, it's, it's shark eat shark. You know what I'm saying? If, 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 a, if a company has to take one, then it has to take one. So. I don't think it will hamper how people listen to it as well too much because, you know, we have multiple streaming platforms where we watch stuff and listen to stuff. Um, so I think it just become as it is nicer when everything's in one place, but yeah, you know, we we do alright even still when stuff is all over the place. I'm watching something on Disney Plus or watching it on Netflix, so it won't be the end of the world, I don't think. And also a plus side, a plus side to it, yeah, is that Spotify to listen to the podcast is free. Podcast app on 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 Apple is free. Do you know what I mean SoundCloud yeah. to listen to it is free? So I don't really feel like again, as you said, it's going to be some type of hindrance or whatever. You know what I'm trying to say so those yeah. are all free apps um it's the only issue will happen the only issue will be when you can only listen to a podcast when you pay that's what mm. I think will destroy the market to be honest yeah. yeah when it when that happens but I feel like uh companies have definitely uh worked that out that it's not possible to do that so I mm. feel like um and then the ones, the companies that did do that so the smaller companies well the smaller ie like in regards to uh just market cap or whatever, like say like Gimlet and whatever, they got bought out. <laughs> so yeah, I'm trying to yeah. say, yeah. So, um, yeah, man. For sure. I just hope the Joe Bonham podcast doesn't go off of Spotify, bro. Oh, uh, definitely not, man. I, I want him to get it back. Yeah, definitely. And Joe's not, you know what Joe's like when it comes to the money or artists being represented. He's all for it. So Yeah, but that's why I'm worried been... though. He, he moves mad sometimes though. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> so... But I don't think, do you think he would ruin the deal? That, that yeah. deal's gonna be yeah. bad. I think he'd ruin. I think Joe would ruin the deal. <laughs> I think like if he didn't get the the what the number he wanted, I feel like it's possible he could ruin the deal. But I don't think Rory and Moore. I don't think they could do yeah. with that. I don't think that could happen again. Mm. Like you know, if this was their first, actually, because they already argued on their first deal. Do you know what I'm trying to say? So yeah. they argued on their first deal about who to go with and then eventually a bigger deal from Spotify came and they went with Spotify. So, but I feel like now, if like it's in the millions, which it should be, yeah, but like that man are not going to allow Joe to turn that down. They Especially not. because nah, they were the, the number one podcast of last year. Facts. Yeah. So, so that bag's going to be sweet. It can't not be. But I hope so, man. Joe can self-explode, but I don't think when there's other people's families on the line, I don't think he can afford to do that this oh, time around. Anyway, yeah, hopefully. no, he'll make the smart decision. That's what I can say. Yeah, he's a very intelligent man, definitely. From how Thanks. he's flipped his career, I would just be interesting to see how that plays out because you know he, how he's going to be. Hundred percent, bro. As long as as long as it's about, I need that toxic masculinity, bro. Every time I don't for listen real. to that podcast, yeah, or if I chill with my girl for too long. I feel, I, feel, I, feel, I feel different. I'm like, nah, I need to listen to this podcast to restore the balance. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> nah, the man I see funny. 
Yeah, no, really, really good podcast. But um, yeah, um, moving forward, I want to talk about the documentary that everyone's banging on about right now, The Last Dance. Come on. Um, Phenomenal. I, I, so have you guys all seen the last three episodes? Yeah, I have. Mm, yeah, Damn. I'll finish it. That Michael Jordan guy, he's the GOAT, bro. I'm not going to lie, bro. He's, he's Before there was a GOAT, there was Michael Jordan. You are the Michael Jordan of this. For all of that. Yeah, bro. it's true. So Michael Jordan that, is the Michael Jordan of Michael Jordan, bro. bro. For real. That, that, that documentary is elite. Bro. It's, From, it's, yeah, go on, Demi. It's just, it's the little things about him, the subtle things. Like, uh, good game, champ. All right, so I took it personally. Like, how? <laughs> yeah. Bro. Like, to the point, like, I'm like, sometimes thinking, oh, it's kind of mental how you can do that, like, and switch it on as well, and then come back and then drop 60 points. You know how you went to Larry Bird and said, I've got something for your boy? And then mm. he came and dropped 60 points on him. That's, that's insane. He's like, a psychopath, bro. Switch it on. He's Definitely. a psychopath. Like, that's, all, that's all it confirmed to me. But it's like, he's like a, he's a good functioning one. So he mm-hmm. he uses his talents and his mentality to to just be great. Do you know what I'm saying? I, I think it's really interesting. It's a good insight. You know how when he says, oh, I've got to kill this man. Like, I can't remember who he's referring to, but he's like, I've got to kill him. Like, in his mind, he has to, but he's not going to do it, like, physically. He's going to yeah. do it on the court. Like, he's going to put, make sure you know he's there. Yeah. Like, too elite. And I don't know how you can come away from that not wanting to be Dennis Rodman, man. That guy's too goaded. <laughs> Hey. NBA finals, what went to uh, WCW, um, won the finals, and then got a picture of Carmen Electra. I don't want to hear it, man. Dennis <laughs> Rodman, Je- Dennis Rodman jersey in the in the mail. What? It's on the way. <laughs> on the way. I need that back. <laughs> no, no, right, He's a know, legend. If one thing I, I say about Rodman is he wasn't afraid to be himself, man. That's that's important. Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Especially yeah. in that in that current time, not being afraid to be yourself is 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 definitely something something that I have to respect. Like, and for me, I just like yeah, I definitely respect him tenfold just for the fact that even throughout his craziness, i.e., what you mentioned with the WWE, with but going Vegas and stuff like that, like going Vegas and missing, yeah, four eight hours, like things like that is that's himself, but mm. he knew. I can do that, and I can come, or I can come back and still perform. Yeah, no mm. certain man, certain man just be misbehaving, be misbehaving, come back and be shit. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like that's that's why that's why it really and truly people get pissed because if you're fucking up, like if you're fucking up something, or let me put it in simple terms, yeah. If me and you are working on a project for fucking uni, and you're not fucking mm. concentrating, and then you come back and your work is shit. I'm pissed. I'm fucking yeah. pissed because, fam, you had the time to study with me. We yeah. had the time to work with me, and you've come and produced this rubbish. And I, we both look bad. But if you're fucking about, you come back and your work is elite, fam. There's no issue, man. There's nothing yeah, to be I mean, said, isn't it? No. Smiling, next time, yeah. next time, yeah. Next time when you want to go and do it, yeah, cool. Yeah, man. We've got to hand this in that whatever. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Like I'll I'll be I'll be calm. Do you know what I mean? So for me it's just more so that the fact that he was able to mess about or do whatever he he, he was doing and still come back and perform. Yeah, man, I can't really say nothing about That's him. That's what Definitely it was, man. Level. They don't make there's no one they don't make people like that. Or there's no mm. professional that I can think at the moment. Um they either have the talent 
and they can't and they don't necessarily back it up or they're just they're just rough for being rough sake like a Joe mm. Barton or something like that. Yeah. You're not you're not that good to yeah. make up for it or yeah. you know you look at how talented Pogba is um, yeah. and he I mean someone said is there anyone in football similar to Rodman I think Pogba could be the closest in mm. terms of how talented he is and dyes his hair and does mm. all the dancing. Mm. But nah, it's, the fact that something like Robin hasn't come around in a while tells you everything you need to know. Like, that's my, man what was, I love. my man was smashing chairs on the back of wrestlers, oh, bruv. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he lived a dream, bruv. He lived a dream. <laughs> I, def- I definitely wanted to do that when I was younger, bruv. He, he lived a dream. He was a sports star and then also was a wrestler for for, for one day. Do you know what I mean? So, no. yeah, no, Rodman definitely lived a dream, man. And it's one of those ones where um, I, I'm not too sure and I don't want to speak for him, but I'm sure he will have minimal regrets because he looked oh, like he, oh, he, looked, he, he, he looked like he lived his life how he really wanted to live his life um yeah like yeah just just a uh, massive respect to him man. for sure se- but more my man said go on i was just gonna say my man said 48 hours i need a, a holiday and he had the jet ready to go straight away like that was that was elite <laughs> And then the fact that Jordan and them had to come find him was insane. It's mad, bro. That's the best thing about that documentary, though, that the fact that they didn't just hone him in on um, Jordan. They gave everybody else some kind of, you know, a st- some like, shine. Some yeah, shine yeah. Do you know what I mean? It like, made you appreciate how much that 90s team was. It was a team, you know, even like facts. find find out about Steve Kerr and his life and like how much, you know, he contributed. And done the, a madness, I the, bro. I love the fact that he stood up to Mark and was like, yo, you can't... If you if you do something, if you hit me, I'm gonna punch you back. Like I ain't, it's not sweet. <laughs> That's true, man. The thing, the thing about like the whole documentary is that like, I mean, most of the stuff I already knew just because mm. I played basketball. I'm a massive fan of Michael Jordan, mm. so I knew about Dennis Rodman. I knew about Scottie Pippen, mm. um, Steve Kerr. I know I know about him getting punched in the face. I knew about the story of um, I knew of a story. But I didn't know the story of Michael the, Jordan the, the training game. while he was in Space Jam. Oh, shoot for Space Jam. I didn't know about that. Oh, yeah, I knew that about the story. Movie, because Magic Johnson did mention like... That's crazy still. Yeah, the fact that they were training with him and it was like, listen, we shouldn't have trained with him, X, Y, and Z. And then also I know about the, tr- um, the uh, Olympics, the Olympic team. Uh, you yeah. Bless up the key coach. Uh, yeah, yeah, when they, when, when they pissed hey, them off. Hey, hey. <laughs> Spliff. <laughs> they put him in a spliff, bro. Yeah, they put no, they definitely put him in a spliff spliff. I didn't know the story about um Michael Jordan Reebok though. Like that's a level of pettiness. Mm. Mm. Yeah, it's a, yeah. a high level of pettiness. Like but, listen, but the thing is, telling... yeah, I respect it though. I respect it's it so because, because I'm I'm petty like that as well. Like for example, yeah, if you t- so like if you ever tag um, my our business Instagram with another bottle in the picture. I won't repost it. <laughs> yeah, Simples, just, yeah. Yeah, I won't. I won't repost it. I respect the hustle. Yeah, man. It's, it's just one of those ones where they don't do it. Like they, mm. you, like if you tag Captain Morgan, one, they're not even reposting it anyway. But mm. two, if they did repost it, if there was another brand in it, like another alcohol brand, they're not doing it. Do you know what I'm I trying to that. say mm. like they're not doing it. So if I rock with this and this is my thing, then I ain't showing it to the world. I'm not doing it. Yeah, facts. I'm not, yeah. I'm not doing it because 
you know what I mean? I, I'm, I'm rocking with this and they wouldn't do it for me. So, yeah. How did everyone also, feel um, about... Go on. I was just going to say, how did everyone feel about Pippen? Because I left kind of feeling like he might be the best number two ever, but I, I left feeling he could have been better, if that makes sense. I, I, I feel a bit conflicted. I feel like he kind of did his job. I feel like the, it was the money. It was the money, man. Because yeah, no, when, he, when he deeped how much he was getting, it, it rattled him. And he just decided, nah, you know what, fuck it. Unless, you know, you guys pay me my peas, I'm not coming out. But no I understand that. that. Go on. Because I just feel like he... I just felt like... Do you know that killer instinct that Jordan has? He just didn't seem to have it. And yeah, I but nobody has that, though. Do you know what I'm saying? I, nobody but has he, that. Pippen was so talented that it's, it kind of makes you feel, rah, maybe if he just had that little something to get you over the line because he got them to the Eastern Conference Finals which they lost that's when that that mindset is crazy as well when he you? didn't want to when he, play. Did, he sat out like come yeah. on man yeah it's true I feel like and he's he's pissed about it I read an article uh, earlier today saying that he's vexed because obviously he's, he took part in it as well and he's thinking mm-hmm. yeah all, this, all the footage is going to be sweet so he's watching that at home thinking right I've just got I've been done dirty here so but I don't see what he'd be that upset by. Yeah, I think I think I think it showed Pippen in a, a positive light. Like I was, yeah. I, I I left I left I left the documentary being a fan of Pippen. Again, mm-hmm. I, there's things that I know, things that I've you know heard, and obviously I know some basketballers uh, uh, from that era or whatever. But in regards to being an actual fan. Yeah, I left being a fan of his thinking form. You know, if I want to buy a basketball jersey, I'm going to get MJ, I'm going to get Pippen. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Facts like, yeah, I even get Rodman or whatever. But um, for, I, again, I don't know what he would be annoyed about. That's between him and MJ. I'm sure there's probably some bits yeah. that he thought that was going to be in there and some other bits to make him look better and, what's, uh, and whatnot. But for me, um, I, I left being a fan. I, I don't see the negative. And even when he wanted more peas, I was on his side. Yeah, I agree. I'm not playing. Yeah. I'm doing the surgery Fuck now. I'm not going to miss out. I'm, I ain't playing. Give me my peas. Give me my peas or, 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 or I'm not playing. Like, so I was, even, I was even on his side then. So, um, yeah, man, right. for me, um, I'm not too sure what he'll be angry about. But, um, you know, I'm sure there is something that we just don't It's know. the Bulls GM that needs to get a punch in the face, man. I think Very he's dead, crap. you know. R.I.P. Oh, rest in oh, peace. R.I.P. then. Another thing I found out about the, the documentary, um, the band... I'm, I'm a sneakerhead, isn't it? I like shoes, and pretty much... Mm. I didn't know the real reason for why the shoe was banned. Like The band ones. Yeah, so mm. pretty much they banned the shoe because of the colour, and I was like... Okay, it's just the color, but I didn't know they had a um, a strict, like a strict. A rule it, you can only wear shoes. Converse's. No, it's not that you can only wear Converse's. It's that one, your teammates have to wear the same shoes. Two, okay. they have to be white. All the shoes have to be white. Mm. So for him to go against the grain and then wear something like the Airship, um, mm. black and red ones first, and then go into the Air Jordan One, it was it was like, oh, that's something different. And then Nike obviously took that, capitalized it, and flipped it, and then said, "No, listen, they banned the shoe because the shoes uh, has technology on it and it's upgraded." So, <laughs> I mean, they they, they yes. definitely won on that. What do you guys think about um, you know when he 
uh, was so the Jordans were obviously selling bears, mm-hmm. and um, they asked him, I think, about Republicans and his political stance. And obviously, his stance was Republicans buy Jordans too. And like mm. you know, from a from a business perspective, where do we draw the line? Because I was watching again something else, The Wire, and uh, there was like a white uh, politician who was running for mayor, and um, in a black neighborhood. So obviously, there's bare black people there he's trying to get on their side. Mm. And then there was there was this one old white uh, politician who comes up to him. He's like, "Yeah, like I appreciate you running for it. Blah blah blah. I hope you get the money back for the whites because you know the." the black people are taking all the, the peas and mashing it. So hopefully you win. And the white, the, the other, the guy's like, oh shit, like, do I even want this guy's vote? Mm. So mm. Where, where do you draw the line of morality when it comes to that type of shit? I, do, I think for me, or watching that, I think for me it was more, I don't think I can expect everyone to be an activist. I don't think, the comment weren't great from his end, but I don't think, he, you know, you grew up in North Carolina, which is a heavily racial area. So he knows the importance of it. He's not blind to it. Um, I just don't think it's possible he's not that political. And it was just an off-the-cuff comment. He didn't really think, you know, how how much it'll impact him or how much or how people would view him. There's some people in this life, I'm not looking to them for um, their political stance. You know, just make the music I like or just... We don't ever... Drake could do more in terms of that. Demi, are, Demi not to. Are, are you saying shut up and dribble? Is that what you're saying, bro? <laughs> Probably, yeah. <laughs> yes. For some I'm people, joking, is, yeah. for some people, that is the case. I think it has to be. Mm. I think I don't know. Like, I, I, I understand his, re- I understand his response, and I feel like, yeah, like you said, it's probably less onus back then, even being in that kind mm. of position to, you know say your political stance because nowadays everybody kind of wears it on their sleeve so yeah but, you know from a business perspective it kind of makes sense like i'm not going to put my business on the line because of my political stance at the end of the day if they support it they support it like you got to draw the line between the two so mm. you know it was an interesting comment like that they chucked in there like also flu game i know a hangover when i see one fair luck next time well you got fresh yeah <laughs> you just got he just got lit. That's all that happened. He was under the solace, bro. We were just getting, getting lit. <laughs> For real. I think I think um with uh, the flu games, when you're when you're just ill, you just you don't want to do nothing. Mm. And mm. I think with the mentality that he has, it's like he's do or die. Mm. It's like, you know what? At the end of the day, I know I'm gonna go to bed. I might as well just try my best. Mm. And for an individual like that to say something like to have that sort of mentality, I mean, yeah, I, I see why they they called him like basketball Jesus or something like that. Like, I see why. Reggie they called him Black Jesus or something. Yeah, Black <laughs> Jesus. Like yeah. Yeah. Mad guy, bro. You can't. <laughs> that's crazy, man. Man blamed it. Man blamed it on pizza. Bro, he he was hungover, man. Because if you if you had food poisoning, I don't I don't know I don't think you could play, and I know his mentality, but I just think he was fighting for a hangover. You never you never know with him. It's, it's, it's essentially at the end of the day, it's propaganda, bro. He he puts he puts everything he wants in that documentary. So true, true. Only he knows the answer. It, it still did a good job of not necessarily making him the good guy though, because there's oh, several times he came off as a dick. 
That's that's why I like to buy, and that's why I, I'm confused with Pippin because I feel like yeah, it's a MJ documentary, so the conclusion of the documentary will be MJ is the hero. The whole story, the narrative will be MJ is the hero. However, there's aspects in there that make people walk away from the into uh, from the documentary think he wasn't really a nice guy. Do you mm, know what I mean? Yeah. Which could definitely impact that. So for me, he's put stuff like that in there, like mm. so. Um, yeah, that's why I just don't really get what Pippen possibly could be angry about when there's both sides of everybody's uh, character displayed on a documentary. Yeah, facts. Uh, you know, you know, Rodman's out there just minding his business, not even giving a fuck. Rodman might not even watched it. <laughs> exactly. <Facts. laughs> do, do you know, do you think he would rather be viewed as a nice person? Because he did get a bit upset when they asked him about that. Do you think he, I don't want to say has regrets because he's got six championships, but do you think he, if he could have been a nicer person and done what I he think did, it's, do you think he it's the same thing I said to? about Kobe Bryant. It's the same thing. Mm. It's the same thing I said about Kobe Bryant. I think there, there is, if you want something, you're going to go get it. And I mean, it's very much like an entrepreneur. If you're an entrepreneur, you have that person where it's like you have to do something to go and get it. Now you're working in a team. You have to make sure that that person in your team is putting their weight to make sure that you mm. are successful as well. Yeah. If they're not going to pull their weight, if you're pushing, if you're if you're trying your best to do ten miles and this guy is only doing one, mm. you're going to try and make sure that they're doing ten miles too. Mm. So it, it, it comes to it, it's like okay, cool. As I said, the same thing about Kobe Bryant. They were mean. They were mean to the other players. It's like, listen, you're not going to get on my level. And it's, it's, it's a psychosis. It's a killer psychosis. It's like, listen, we all have to be top. We all have to be our best. If you guys keep messing around, you're nothing to me. Mm. So I think, yeah, he cried about it, but it was like, listen, I want to be successful. I had to make sure that everybody was in tip-top shape or that everybody wanted it the same way I wanted it. If that wasn't yeah. the case, then we wouldn't be successful. Michael Jordan would not be Michael Jordan today. We might be even talking about um, Isaiah Thomas rather than Michael Jordan. Mad. Mm-hmm. Because of the levels that the Pistons took just to make yeah. sure that Chicago Bulls were successful. They were fighting the Pistons, man. <laughs> Doing they were fighting. At the, at the free point, they were just getting fists up, bro. Every time going for, for, the, for, the, for a dunk, you're just getting fists up. The <laughs> next year, the whole team got hench. The whole team got hench and said, no, nah, we're not doing this. And then, boom, wow. they won. And then my man was dipping his head as he was walking away. But would you? That was disgusting as well when they didn't shake their hand. Oh yeah. But would you, guys? As a question, yeah. Would you? So as far as you know, being that kind of way, the way Jordan's mentality was, yeah. Would you obviously win the six rings, being Jordan, obviously going down as a goat, hmm. and and being viewed at you know with a skewed public perception, or would you rather be a LeBron who you know? people's perception of him is as, as being a nice guy and still having mm. three rings. Like, where, what would you rather be seen as? I Jordan. think... You say Jordan, tough. yeah? Jordan. Because the thing it's is, Michael Jordan was perceived to the public as a nice guy. Mm. With the Gatorade that he, he had. He was perceived as a nice individual. It's just that the difference with today's era in basketball, I had a conversation with my brother it's two completely different leagues. Mm. I mean, back then, you saw what the Pistons did, right? Their yeah. man were pushing, shoving, punching, 
dirty moves. Today, mm. you try and do that, it's like, nah, fam. That's what, a technical violation. Out. <laughs> yeah, uh, and then people, and even worse as well, people are getting paid stupid amounts. Congratulations to them, but they're getting paid stupid amounts. So it's like their man are playing. Like they'll get to the job, and then that's it. They'll just coast until they retire. That's it. They get a retirement check and then done. Like everybody else. Mm. Whereas Michael Jordan, LeBron James, Kobe Bryant. You know, I can I can list a number of greats. They all tried their very best to be the like the absolute best. Now in this league where LeBron James is at. Do you really want to be a nasty guy? I mean, everyone there is soft. Yeah. When you true. when you really it deep it, it's two different leagues. I mean, this one's soft. If Michael Jordan was to come time traveling back from <laughs> the time he won the the fourth championship, bruv, he'll come and finish everybody and won't give mm. a damn. Even his stats they show like, even though like Steph Curry is a great scorer, X, Y, and Z, they don't compete with Michael Jordan and all these guys currently today in the NBA right now, are just shooting threes. They don't go to the basket. None mm. of them go to the basket. Mm. The game is changing. Whereas Michael right. Jordan's uh, majority numbers is at the basket. Mm-hmm. So, there, I mean, there's there's a complete difference. So, if I was to pick who would I be, Michael Jordan. Even if I have to be nasty to everybody, it's Michael Jordan. I think Jordan was uh, a product of what was going on currently. Because you couldn't be Steve Kerr and be the leader of the team and win six rings. You've got people like Isaiah Thomas coming to smash your head in. So (laughs) I've got to be be as aggressive as these people. And then Mm. you've got to think about those times where, you know, in those times, nothing... So there was no such thing as political correctness. Everybody was just aggressive. Everybody, especially in regards to, like, basketball and the sports stars, everybody's aggressive. Everybody's, like... Do you know what I mean? As, as people said before, everybody's like fighting on a, on, a, on a court and stuff like that. So I feel like Jordan was just a product of what he's seen and what he felt like he had to be to be better than him. I had to be, I had to be nastier than you yeah, to win. So I have to win the competition mm. mentally first and then my talent will also make me win on the pitch, I mean, on, the, on the court. So for me, like I, I kind of understand it. It's difficult because I absolutely love what LeBron's done in regards to uh, his friends and how he set them up and, do you know what I mean, what they're doing in the, in the sport, what they're doing in media, things like that. So I, I don't know. I, I, don't think I, could, I don't think I could pick because I'm in a business where, it, it, it's it's currently it's, it's it's nice to it's good to be liked like it's good for people to like you and whatever mm. but then if people work for example people may work with me and may not like me because i'm making harsh decisions mm. but i'm making harsh decisions for the betterment of the company so i don't know man it's a it's a, it's a difficult one it's and a tough also one. yeah it's a tough one man for me i i, I don't know i can't really answer that, I that. so i think you'd also so have like, to go on go on Demi. i'll, no, I'll ask you a question afterwards I think in terms of LeBron or Jordan, I think you'd have to wait and see because we don't know how LeBron's career ends. If he ends with another three rings, um, you know, he's been the nice guy and he's got the same amount of rings as Jordan. So maybe you didn't have to be an arsehole to get it done. Fair. It'd just be interesting to see where LeBron's career ends. Fair enough. I think, I think a question, the question I was going to ask, rather than... Uh, this is to you, Sevi. Rather than um, Jordan and LeBron, would you be uh, Jay Z or Dame Dash? 
rather be Hove. Mm. I'd rather be Hove because I feel like the reason why I'd rather be Hove because he's just like if like I'd right, cool. I'm like a fan of many people and because I respect greatness in it. So because I respect greatness, I'm a fan of so many people. Like whether you be fam- whether you're famous or whether you're not, like I, I I'm I'm not I'm not like shy to tell people I'm a fan. But when it comes to like Hove and everything he's done, everything he's doing, whether it be like his activism, whether it be the fucking Duce or Ace of Spades or what he's doing in music, how he's rebranded Rock Nation, just like how he structures all of his deals, all of these things. Yeah. Fam, he's probably like the only person in the world I'd ask for a picture with. Like mm-hmm. I'm such a fan of Jay Z, yeah. It's, it's 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 unreal. Do you know what I mean? And the thing is, in regards to like his music, I wasn't a fan of his music until my later years, like maybe oh, in the same, last same. four or five yeah. years. Like, you, no, obviously, I loved the singles and I loved whatever and stuff like that. But in terms of actually being a real, real fan, it's only been my later years where I've started to take it in. I feel like more because he's kind of speaking the same things that I want to hear. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So for me, yeah, I'd definitely rather be Hove. However, I respect that Dame Dash, but I just feel like he was all delivery. It, sorry, his delivery was rubbish and then he didn't back, back it up. So it's not a thing where it's like LeBron and um, MJ, because at least LeBron has three rings. Um, Dash, yeah, created something amazing, saw talent in certain people, but in a grand scheme of things, in 10 years, people may not remember it. I heard that. Right, okay. Cool. Because at the end of the day, it's about your legacy, you know, and mm. they, that's your legacy. a bit higgy right now. <laughs> Very I mean. tarnished. But, yeah, that's, that's actually a good question, Iman, because obviously they're both from the same ilk. But, yeah. you know, people will rather be home every, every day of the week. Sebi, you won't get a picture of Drake? No. I wouldn't ask him. <laughs> I wouldn't ask him. I wouldn't ask him, even though I'm a super fan. I wouldn't is, ask he, him. is he your competitor? That's why. No, the thing. No, the only reason why I wouldn't uh, like get a picture with Drake, yeah, is because, well, ninety. Well, in fact, no. So, like, thirty percent of what I say online is a troll. Do you know what I mean? Like, I play <laughs> up to the fact that people say I'm a Drake fan. So, like, I'll do something and then change my picture to Drake, and people are like, oh, Drake fans do this. I'm just, I'm just like literally trolling. So, whatever. But I don't know. Like, for me, I just feel like. I don't know, bruv. Like, I don't think I'd ask anybody for a picture but Jay-Z. It's I just, heard that, man. Yeah, bruv. But Jay-Z, like, I just don't... Maybe MJ now, after this documentary. Oh, 100%. Although, the, the likelihood you'll say no is mightily high. No. So, you know, it's one of them ones. <laughs> uh, MJ is a character, man, I swear. Bro, you, you, don't, you don't get them like him anymore, man, for sure. Honestly. Yeah. For sure. Well, there was one player, but he died. So, RIP to him. Oh, well, of course. Rest in peace, Kobe, man. Can't, can't forget a legend. So, I wasn't talking about Kobe, but yeah, RIP to Kobe too. But yeah. Oh, who are you on about? It's a European player. I've, I've forgotten his name. It's not, it's not uh, Kukos. It's someone else. Um, absolutely forgot his name. But he was the only individual who actually... Had the same When he came to actually fighting style. with Jordan, man was toe-to-toe with Jordan. I could watch another no, ten no. episodes of that of that documentary, bro. Honestly, yeah, yeah. give so, me a season two. 
especially when you know what, like, especially when you know the history, you, you're still, you're still like on the edge of your seat, like watching. Mm, 100%. You know, like my man won six rings, but you still want to know what happens next. For sure. Yeah. Um, cool. La- last topic. We'll make it a quick one, just to end on like a on a happy note. Obviously, mm. stuff is beginning to change slightly. You know, lockdown is changing, easing. The the spread isn't too bad. Just want to talk about holidays, man. Where where are you guys thinking to go once this is all done? Wait. South End, mate. South End. That's where it's <laughs> happening. Mate. Uh, gonna go join the people on the beach. Uh, it looks like I will be, bro. So, man said South End, you know. Um, I'm not. Uh, What'd you guys say? No, I was gonna say, um, I want to go Cuba, and then I also want to go. I want to go somewhere I haven't been, like, well, I haven't been Cuba, but yeah, Cuba, um, and maybe like LA are two places that are on my list mm. um, to go. Mm. Good choices. I think anything to just get away from what's bit, the four walls that you've been staring at, that I've been staring at recently. If I can do that, that would be great to do. Just to change, I think the most important thing is to change the scenery as soon as we can any way we can yeah man because it's motivational it's inspiring you go away and you come back with ideas for shit mm-hmm. and even just like you know looking around and <clears throat> just taking in the history something that's mad underrated do you know what I'm saying I, I need mm. to go back home I need to go back to Tanzania just to look about again I mean mm. I may be going at the end of the year uh, mm. because it's someone's birthday sorry not birthday it's my birthday but at the same time it's someone's um wedding so i may be going at that time but mm. i do want to go somewhere else i just haven't thought about it i want to i want to go jamaica bro i'm not gonna lie jamaica is sick yeah jamaica sick i went last year um probably the best holiday i've ever been on swear um yeah i went for uh, a wedding so there's like a bunch of us um and then obviously all the guys were doing things together. Yeah, it was so sick, man. Yeah, no, I really want to go for sure. That's like literally top of my list. But the thing is, my, my girl wants to go on like a, a relaxing thing. But I think if nah. I go there, I can't I can't sit in one place for more like more than a couple of days. So I'd have to yeah. I'd have to divvy it up. Do you know what I'm saying? I'd have to go nah. and do other stuff. Don't don't do you no relaxing go. thing. It's a trap. I swear. It's a trap, man. <laughs> relaxing holidays are a trap, bro. Trust me. Us men, us men are not meant to go on relaxing holidays. Don't let uh, trick you. You know how fucking boring they are, bruv? Like, after you've taken in the scenery. How many times can you look at the same scenery, bruv? Like, it's only 10 taking, minutes and then that's it. Yeah, once I've taken it in the scenery for an hour, that's me done. Do you know what I mean? Make sure you go somewhere where you can do things, bruv. Trust mm, me. Trust I hear you. If you go and you're just sitting on the beach, you're going to be pissed. Yeah, do you know what? And she, and, she, and she will be pissed because what you will do is you'll be on your phone and then she'll be pissed that you're on, <laughs> Why your, you're on your phone. And then yeah, she'll be pissed that you're on your phone. <laughs> and you're only on your phone because we're relaxing on a stupid beach. You know what I mean? So, yeah, bro. He's preaching right now. I heard that. If there uh, is ever a place that you do want to go and relax, go Zanzibar. Zanzibar, yeah. Yeah, there's plenty of food there. There's plenty of white sand beach, clear... Coast, like you I enjoy yourself. Huh? I heard that's I heard about six though. Yeah. yeah, I don't know if they have clubs though, because it's, it's pretty much like a 
Islamic, well, it's yeah. majority Islamic uh, state. So yeah, yeah. Me, me, and me and Demi are trying to work on our beef for anyway for next year. Hopefully, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully, our girlfriends don't kill us by then. But we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> have to make it happen. Nah, I'm joking. Probably not. But it was just, the thought of that is funny. Still, just just trying to tell her if that's going to be the case. You know what I mean? It's uh, trying to tell her where you're going. I'm going to Ibiza for ten days. Boy, ten, ten days is too much, bro. Nah, forget it. Forget it, man. Is it? You could do, you could do that when you're 18. Yeah, but when days. like nah, finished. When I was 21, <laughs> seven days was too much. And then yeah, I deeped it like, nah, <clears throat> 10 days. What are you going to do for 10 days? You can only do it for four days. After four days, you Yeah, I was, I was just about to say that. Four dating and come home, bro. Trust me. Mm. 10 days. Okay. Ten, 10 days of, of paying for £20 water, number one. 10 Boy. days of drinking non-stop, yeah, mate. £20 water, you know. That is a yeah. yeah, man. Um, it's, it's, yeah, it's, not expensive out there. It's, 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 it's definitely not um, a 10-day place, man. Definitely. Nah. Don't do that for yourself. I can't even do the conse- I can't even do the consecutive day thing no more, man. Even like last last year for my birthday, my twenty fifth, bro. You yeah. you man saw how how fresh I was, bro. Mm. I came home, I was like, you know what, yeah, I, I, I'm retiring from this shit, bro. You know, <laughs> a, a four day thing, you just got to need the strength strength for the Black Panther for that one, boy. Real talk. Maybe like five. What well, was it? Yeah, five years ago. Fucking hell. five years ago, I went to Vegas, innit? Went yeah. for four. Went for four days. Partying day and night, yeah, fucking hell, bro. I couldn't do an extra day. I was finished. Uh, I was, uh, yeah, I was done for, man. That's not, scary that place. heat is <laughs> that it heat is intense out there as well. Crazy, crazy. The heat, the heat is mad. mad it's a madness. Now, maybe this would be somewhere I'd like to check out, though. Yeah, no, I'm definitely. Sure. It's hundred percent worth it. Like, it's, the casinos don't close. You're just in the casino gambling. They they come bring you drinks if you're gambling. The the fresh air make sure you don't stay. You don't you don't you don't sleep. So you're just awake. And then like fucking when you come out, it's super hot. Everything's just super weird. You've got like sick restaurants in your hotel. It's just such a weird place. Mm. Like, mm. got sick restaurants in your hotel or sick uh, beach club in your hotel. And I think, yeah, no, Vegas is an absolute vibe, but it's only a vibe for three to four days. Like, even when we was out there, um, was out there with a bunch, of, uh, a bunch of friends and stuff like that, two people came out just for two days, and that was enough for them. Do you know what I mean? They came out for two days and went home. Do you know what I mean? Or yeah. if you wanted to do Vegas, and if you wanted a long holiday, go Vegas for three days, and then go LA, which is only maybe a four-hour drive, yeah. or maybe mm. an hour, two-hour uh, flight, um, go Vegas for like three or four I mean go LA for like three or four days and then you split your holiday up and you enjoy it didn't it yeah mm. Mm. That's, the, that's the best shot when you can split them up you just enjoy, enjoy different aspects of it oh I do want to go Frankfurt though Frankfurt I've got peoples out there in Frankfurt I want to see and then there's Sweden as well because I've got a family friend out in Sweden but Frankfurt first mm. you're watching the country. shout out to you innit huh so these Scandinavian countries? Frankfurt is in Germany, bro. It's not Scandinavian. What, is Germany not part of Scandinavia? No, bro. Nah, bro. Nah, nah, bro. No, no, no. Man fell the geography still. <laughs> 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 nah, def- definitely divvy up the holidays, man. It's good to go on different types. Like, last year was probably my, my best year for holidays, man. Because I went to, to Bali and then I went to uh, Thailand and career with my other boys so it was just like a nice 
That's hard. Nice balance of going to different places. So just it'll just be nice to go away again. Uh, how, how's Korea, how's Korea like? Bro, uh, South Korea is, a, is sick, man. Like, Seoul is probably one of the most sick cities I've ever been to. Yeah. Because, like, just, like, the people there are cool. The transport system is mad. Like, it makes TFL look trash, bro. Yeah. Like, super quick. Wi-Fi underneath the, um, underneath the, like, rail tracks and shit like that. Like, it's yeah. just a sick place. And fashion-wise, people are just ahead of the, ahead of the curb, bro. Well, they're drippy. Bro, I felt like drippy, 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 drippy. I felt like a scumbag out there, bro. I was looking around like, bro, these men are these men are saucing on me. So, uh, this nah. drip is dripping. It's a, it's a sick place, and Bali is just a different. Bali is just a movie. Yeah, that's on mm. my list. Isn't it? Bali is a movie. One of the best, one of my best vacations ever, man. I can't yeah. recommend it enough. Yeah, no, definitely looking to go. Where did you go? Seminyak or whatever you call it. We spent like two days in Seminyak, but we spent most of it uh, in Kuta, okay. where it's a bit more quiet. But Seminyak is Seminyak is busy, but it's it's dope. Like it's nice to get about there for sure. Sick, sick. But yeah, anything else, lads? Or I think it's a good podcast, man. Yeah, Happy Africa definitely. Day, innit? That's what I can say. Happy Africa Day. Happy, Happy Africa, Africa Day. Sebi, we appreciate you coming. Not running. Oh boy. <laughs> my thick queen or is she, can she even be a queen anymore uh, I don't even know man she's she's done out but I mean that's that's a whole different conversation bro for real <laughs> maybe we'll save that one for for next time but Sebi we appreciate you coming on no worries bro man I, I appreciate Thanks, you guys for, for for having me on man I appreciate it no worries no, man we appreciate you man all Thank the you. best hopefully when this is all done maybe you can do one in person because I feel like yeah can discuss more stuff and just yeah, get yeah, into where, you're, where you're at. For sure, for sure. All right, bro. Uh, tell them where they can find the rum and your socials and that. Yeah, man. So the rum is on our website, which is lasolasrumclub.com, L-A-S-O-L-A-S-R-U-M club.com. Um, our social media is lasolasuk. But on Instagram is lasolas.uk. But yeah, man, I think if you type in lasolas, you should find us regardless. But yeah, mm. just check us out. Uh, you know, let let me know what you feel. We've got our refill packs coming out in a week or two. Um, yeah, which I think is going to be really cool. We've got some mixers in those refill packs. Uh, so yeah, we're we're, we're looking to uh, control the summer. Lovely stuff. Perfect. Love that. Perfect, perfect. All right, bro. Right, man. Cool. Yes. Take it easy. Peace, man. <laughs>